It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode number 559 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, August 30th. I am your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And please, uh, as always, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. we got tons of stuff for you on the network right now. If you're a football fan, all the Locked On football shows are up and running with the team-focused shows and the team-focused perspective of all the news and happenings from the preseason. If you're a fantasy basketball fan, Josh Lloyd is going through his season previews with all the teams. I'll be doing mine with him on Tuesday night or Monday night sometime next week. Uh, so make sure you listen to that if you want the Raptors fantasy preview. And uh, yeah, there's just so much stuff. If you're a football fan in particular, Wednesday is a really great day because it's crossover Wednesday. That is when the two hosts of teams that are playing in whatever week of the NFL season that is, they will do a podcast together, talk about the game. We do that on this show all the time with uh, different opponents of the Raptors, but this would be a really good way to get ready for every game of the week in the NFL. So please consider Crossover Wednesday for your listening uh, when you get to that part of the week. All right, on today's show is part two of my chat with Steve Sladkowski of Pup. We spent yesterday's episode talking about jersey designs and the jerseys we would like to see, and lo and behold, this morning, as I record this, it is just broken that the Raptors are going to be bringing back the white dino jerseys, which yesterday I said I preferred to the purple jerseys, I and the purple ones they had five years ago in the 20th season. I think it's a very good idea to go with the white one. I still am dying to see a purple front black back from the early 2000s. I don't think we're going to see it. I really hope we do. Get rid of all the black and gold, and I'm fine with that, and get me the purple front black back. But uh, other than that, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty cool. A great video on the Raptors Twitter account that dropped, and uh, it's a return of the lovely font on those jerseys as well. I'm excited. It seems like lots of people are excited as well. And uh, yeah, it's nice that they got that one, the one that Kyle Lowry wore on the championship parade to uh, be the jersey. It's, it's pretty dope. So anyway, that is the news from today. It's exciting stuff. 
to finish off our conversation with myself and Steve Sladkowski, we continue the design talk. We didn't talk about jerseys in the second half, though. We talked about the court design that leaked last week. And we also talked about promo nights we'd like to see in the Raptors' 25th season. It's, uh, it's a fun one. It's, it can, we get a little weird at the end. But I hope you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun to uh, think about this stuff. It's the 20, 25th season and the champions. There's just so much blank slate to play around with design-wise and promo-wise and all that fun stuff. So hope you enjoy the conversation with myself and Steve, and uh, we will talk to you again next week with another episode of Locked on Raptors. We'll probably do one on Monday morning or whenever they play. I guess they play Sunday morning, the Team Canada game. Yeah, I'm looking at my schedule now. They play Sunday morning at 3.30 a.m., so I might do a podcast that day sometime in the day there to break down the first game of the World Cup as they take on Australia, and then Lithuania they play on Tuesday. Yeah, it's Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, I believe, the three games next week. So we'll do podcast breaking all those down next week. We'll be heavy Team Canada next week. They announced the roster today. Uh, not really any surprises. Corey Joseph is on the team, so that is good. He's going to play. And so that gives them two NBA players, him and Kem Birch. Melvin Edgem's there. Andrew Nembard's there. Uh, the Scrub Brothers are there. It's a pretty exciting group of guys. So uh, maybe they can pull off a bit of a surprise at the World Cup. We'll see, but we'll talk about that next week. Anyway, enjoy your long weekend. Enjoy the rest of this podcast. And we will talk to you next time with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked on Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime, has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, and that can kind of lead us into the talk of the, the court design that leaked last week. The I, I, Again, I'm not sure if this is legit at all. There were a couple court leaks that same day. I think the Mavs leaked one as well. Dude, some of them look so bad. Oh, my the God. The Mavs one is horrendous. Like, what are they doing with the neon? It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so if people haven't looked, seen it, just Google Raptors leaked court design, and it'll be the first thing that comes up, and you'll see it. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, I was just blown away by it, and I really, really hope it's real because maybe it's a little bit busy, but the Raptors have historically had busy-looking stuff, and I think that's kind of fitting. And honestly, it's not that – it's just the only real thing that seems busy, I think, to me is the two different logos – uh, in the right corners of the paint. Um, so for people who haven't seen it, it's basically 
uh, red border around, red lines everywhere. The paint is uh, not painted, and around the paint, inside the three-point arc, is purple, 90s style. You have the original Raptors logo, Toronto Raptors wrapped around the Raptor in the middle, and then in the top right corner, if you're looking at it on a screen, is the TR logo with the Raptor wrapped around it, which we haven't even mentioned, which is very good. And then you have the dinosaur biting the ball in the bottom left corner. And then across, which is my favorite thing by far, is footprints, uh, like the basketball heel claw uniform, which is also very good and very simple, uh, sort of walking across the court in, in silver. That shit is amazing, and I really, really hope that's real. Um, what, are your, what were your original thoughts when you first saw this, by the way? It looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to kind of say. T- I, I, I guess the paint not being filled is kind of the one thing that stands out to me in a negative way. But otherwise, like, fuck, that looks good. So, yeah, I'm surprised you said that. Or maybe I'm just, based on my own opinions, that's not what I thought. I So I typically have not been a fan of, like, the paint inside the arc. I think it's just way too much a lot of the time. But I'm thinking, like, I guess what I have in my head is, like, the Charlotte Hornets, where they had the paint inside, and then the key was, or, like, the top of the, like, the nail was a basketball, and it was painted uh-huh. inside, and that was way too much. But this, I think, it doesn't look so overkill because you don't have just an enormous blotch of color on, on, on each end, and I kind of like the non-painted paint with the purple surrounding. I think it balances it out nice, nicely, and it's not too much in your face. It's not just going to, like burn your eyes on tv and man i am very wrong or was very wrong about the dislike of paint inside the arc in this case because holy shit it looks amazing i there's just something maybe it's the like the way they've they presented the grain yeah of the of the actual floor itself but it feels it just doesn't feel Like, I kind of want it to be that same, like, black and silver, almost. I know that would be too much, given that the everything around the court is, is that black and silver, but... You mean you want the paint to be black and silver? Yeah, or, oh. like, something... It just feels like it should be filled in. I don't know, man. Okay. Agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the font? Like, the mid-2000s sort of word logo font. Uh, Again, I, I'm a fan. I yeah, like it. Yeah. It's a little different than what was on the jerseys, I think. Or yeah, maybe it's, it's just a little like bit... A, it looks thicker. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think they used to have that and also the one that was on the jerseys, just for different uses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that there a lot. I think it looks dope. Uh, thoughts on the lack of a 3D baseline? <laughs> yeah, I know this for you is something that you uh, you need. <laughs> it's so but, dumb, uh, but so good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could take it or leave it. Um, you know, if the baseline maybe had uh, more room for the players to finish layups without killing a camera person or killing yeah. themselves hitting yeah. a camera person, I think that might be the real thing that I would want. Yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> it's fucking crazy how close the cameras are. It's yeah. insane. Um, uh, you know, I, the more I look at the, the like footprints, I'm, I like it. It was one thing that kind of stood out to me. I was like, ooh, asymmetrical. But uh, it is and oh, it man. isn't, right? Like it's, it is and it isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the footprint imagery is amazing. I think it's such yeah. a good use of that logo. If you're trying to incorporate all the logos that have been part of the team's history, 
that's such a subtle but also in your face kind of way and i like there's how much imagery is there of just dinosaur footprints in all like jurassic park or like you go to the zoo and there's like footprints of the animal you're going to see and it's cool yeah. it, it like builds anticipation to me and that's kind of what i see when i look at that and maybe that's a dumb way to draw one line from gorillas at the zoo to this but I have always loved that stuff, and I think this looks so cool. And I don't think I've ever seen anything like it before. Um, I no, know I, I yeah. com- I'm coming around. Like the more I've I've kind of sat and stared at it, the the more I've liked it. Yeah. The the OCD human in me would love for them to be going in the same direction as the Raptors, like uh, central logo foot. Oh, oh, now this is gonna ruin it for me. <laughs> That's kind of the one. That's the only like. If it were, if it were uh, uh, flipped with the Scotiabank Arena, yes, and they were, and it was going uh, from. If we think of this as a compass, um, was going from n- north northeast to south southwest, yes, as opposed to uh, south southeast to north northwest. Yeah, I I think that might be, but. But I understand why it's done this way. It, it, from a design perspective, the eye wants to kind of travel, yeah, in that direction. Yeah. But if you could somehow line that up with the logo at center court, I think that would be a a slight improvement, very slight. Yeah, I I, I really hope that's part of it. That's my favorite part. I think even with the paint. Uh, what are your thoughts on the two different logos in the corners, though? And if you had to pick one, what would it, what would you like out there? If I had to pick one, it's definitely the the raptor eating the ball. I, oh. I like I like that logo. Um, I also think as a you already have a Toronto Raptors. I, Tr probably makes more sense because it is the the more like uh, historically visible logo. Yeah, but you already have kind of Raptors and and lettering um, kind of throughout the court i would i would take that away and just keep the the logo without any lettering of course if you use the dinosaur biting the basketball it is sort of circular at some point the brooklyn nets might complain that you've stolen their their logo again uh if it becomes more prominent in the team's look so that's something to consider i suppose uh, litigation wise <laughs> if uh we may quote our lord and savior masai ujiri <laughs> Go ahead, do it. Fuck Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, uh, that's the 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 party line of the podcast. Always will be. Um, hope they sign Mello. That'd be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mello. Oh, Mello, Mello, Mello. God, that team is gonna. I really feel like the Nets are gonna just like before KD even gets to play. There's going to be Discord because Kyrie's going to go Illuminati by like January and it's going to be great. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I, I'm so ready for basketball to start again. 
Yeah, I was very much okay with it not existing for a little while, and I think seeing that court design really hit me, and just sort of getting back from vacation and realizing, oh, media day is like a month away. Got me pretty pumped. I'm 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 pretty ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm excited. So, Steve, we'll wrap up here with another thing I wanted to talk about in regards to the 25th anniversary celebrations and designs and all this stuff. I'm imagining there's going to be some, like, promo nights throughout the season. I know the Blue Jays are bigger for this and are exhausting for this because people uh, line up for fake jerseys seven hours before the game, and it's exhausting and embarrassing. It's Um, also because they're bad, you know. Yeah, that too. But, I mean, when they were good, I mean, dude... (laughs) There, there are a lot of Aaron Sanchez jerseys who people got when he was the ERA leader, and they were good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that still happened, man. People love free shit at Jays games more than they like the team itself, I think. People love free shit, man. They do. They do. And I, I would imagine... Just generally. You know? Yeah. I would imagine the Raptors are going to give away some free shit this year. They I don't know exactly what it would be, but if you had it your way, you're the promotions guy for the Raptors, and you're coming up with the promotions schedule for this season... What are, like, a couple promo nights you would like to see? All right, I've got a few. Okay. Uh, this one, uh, uh, I think this one went over really well when they did it with the 905. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think teams kind of tend to do this when they win a championship. They got to do replica ring night. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Uh, that one's not super harebrained or, like, or like, like out there. But that that's just, like... You know, I'm. I think everyone's really excited to see what the ring design is. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you do it on the night, if if you know if I'm gonna be like if I'm maximizing, this you do it on the night that the Clippers come back. You do it on Kawhi night. Ooh. I kind of like that. You don't do it on opening night. Is the is the point right? Yeah. Yeah. You 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 pick like a different night to do it. Because I really um, don't think many real fans are gonna be at the opening night i don't think that's going to be terribly affordable for people yeah yeah i i'm um, with you there and not only that because you're going to see zion right it's like a yeah. twofold um, yeah you don't need the thing to rope you in you got the ring ceremony you got zion you get to see kyle lowry with a gold gold patch on his jersey you don't need another thing to rope you in if anything they should do it again for a game against like the hawks in january just to you know yeah, to, to <laughs> throw people a bone. It's like I'm sorry you have true. to watch Kevin Herter shoot 20 times. Have this ring. <laughs> <laughs> but I still, selfishly, I want them to do it the night Qui-Gon. Yeah, yeah. Um, That'd be pretty uh, cool you, too. You know, and then depending on what the banner looks like, I'm sure there you can tie that in somehow. They'll probably give away replica banners at some point. Oh my god, I'm so ready for the ceremony, dude. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh I, I'm not going to be in town. Unfortunately. I actually just got into a season ticket package, so we're doing a draft for tickets. Oh, but awesome. I think I think whether or not I, uh, I'll i send my dad in my stead yeah. if uh, I do get the first draft pick yeah. for season tickets. Um, What's your first pick? Is it the Kawhi return or is it opening night? It would be opening night. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. 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 And then second would be the Kawhi return. Right. And then after that, I mean, whatever. Who cares, yeah. <laughs> West Coast, like West Conference teams, yeah. you know. Who cares? They're champions. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, what else? What do I have? How about you go? You, you give me one. Let's go one for one. Yeah, so basically what I've sort of thought is I would like to see sort – so because they've won the title, all of the bad things that have happened in the past can now be laughed about. 
Oh, and yeah, so, play. Yeah, so I would like to see them just sort of harken back to some of the lower moments of the franchise. So for me, oh my God. I would like to see a bobblehead with Pop So and Jerome Moiso that reads across <laughs> the bottom, zero, 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 zero. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that is niche. That is fucking niche. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I see it in my head. I have a couple like multi Blue Jays bobbleheads. They work. They're nice little pieces. They're better than oh, the one off bobbleheads. Yeah, yeah, they definitely work. And I think this would be an excellent way to give a little head nod to the fans who were there during that insanely dark period. So that's that's mine. Just head, like a, head head nod with a with a bobblehead. Was yeah. that intent? Did you intend that pun, or is that just? Oh no, I didn't. That's off the dome. <laughs> yeah. Just comes so easy to me, you know. Um, maybe if Sam Mitchell gets like an assistant coaching job somewhere, you do it on the night when he comes back. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. So that's no, my number he, one. He, has to, he he needs to be. He's going to be an analyst purgatory for a long time. I think. Yeah, I think like him second, in... like secondary or tertiary analyst purgatory. If you had to guess, if I had to guess, who the go-to analyst team outside of like Jack and Matt is for Raptors broadcasts in in five years I think it's Sam Mitchell and Danny Green oh baby <laughs> Danny loves it here man he, he does he it's only true. wants to be it's in true. Brampton he can take he can make the drive twice a week to do a game <laughs> that's funny all right what else do you got for promos uh the, another no-brainer uh how is there not a spicy pea hot sauce Oh, is there not? They gave it out to people for award voting. I know that. Oh, that that should be just that should be across the board. Mass that's, produced. That, that's it, a yeah. that's a first. That's a first ten thousand for sure. Yeah, that should be mass produced. Absolutely. Yeah. What would your ideal spicy pea hot sauce contain? Like in terms of peppers, heat units. Yeah, yeah it would have to be. It, you can't. I don't think it could be ghost pepper because that's offensive. Uh, I think it needs to be something that is flavorful, yeah. while also being hot. Mm-hmm. And if you're not if you're not careful, you know it kind of it kind of uh, beats you down court. It, it sneaks up on you, so mm-hmm. to, so to speak. Um, you probably want to have like a habanero mm-hmm. pepper, you know, to to really kind of give it some kick. You maybe want to put a little bit of um, mm, could do a mango base if you wanted to do something not super hot. You know, yeah. mango habanero is a, a classic combination, um, and maybe a little bit of lime, mango habanero lime. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, you know. So for me, some... yeah, I, I agree. It's got to be flavorful. I actually just got a hot sauce when I was in Nova Scotia. Uh, shout out to Maritime Madness Hot Sauces. It's uh. Where was that? They just sell them all, like, all out east. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And so I I got a really great habanero one, which is, like, the most flavorful hot sauce I've ever had. It's amazing. And then they – I also got this blueberry one, like this oh, candied yeah. blueberry hot sauce that's, like, perfect with French toast and sausages in the morning. It's unreal. So uh-huh. something like that I could see for, for Pascal. But I could also – I would really appreciate if they were to have some sort of West African – inspiration to it scotch bonnet's pretty heavy yeah so it'd be hot as a motherfucker then yeah, yeah I'm, I'm also fine with that uh, <laughs> i'm i'm okay with a hot sauce that makes me weep a little bit and i think yep. it, it, if you can incorporate the west african heritage of pascal into it 
I think that's a that's a pretty good idea. And Scotch bonnet is sort of the the mainstay in hot sauces from that part of the world. So that would be my call there. But I, I can't possibly agree more. A hot sauce giveaway. I'm really really worried they're gonna have GoDaddy do like a Pascal hot sauce thing, and I don't want that at all. No, keep that shit. We can't allow that. Yeah, like give that shit to God. Stanley Johnson. I don't care. Yep. <laughs> like, some sort of like workout. Yeah, introduce thing the fan for, base. Yeah. Like, to someone. Like a set of dumbbells for his enormous arms. Something like that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. Um, another thing I'd like to see, sort of going back to the same uh, thought process. I'm just thinking back to like what I would give away when I was running a um, like GM mode and MVP baseball 2005. They had all the giveaways. They had player card night. I think I would give away like a Hoffa rookie card <laughs> <laughs> in like in, in like a nice plastic case. You can sell it if you want, or just keep that wonderful keepsake that no longer can hurt you anymore. <laughs> Mine are pretty much all in the same uh, <laughs> in the See, same. Yeah, I, I, I've got I've got similar kind of. Uh, I'm 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 kind of in the same vein as well. So, I, but I'm. I think we can we can go tit for tat here. I like that one. Okay. Um, let's go, uh, how about we go, uh, this one's mostly for the kids, but, uh, but you give them out, you give them out to all, it's 20,000, everyone gets one. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, it's, uh, Fred Van Vliet eye bandage night. <laughs> <laughs> so you get all, all the kids, all the adults in the room looking like they took an elbow and several stitches to the face. <laughs> Uh, and just everyone walks around wearing the same bandage under their eye for a night. Maybe you could have like a elbow to the face simulator, like they had with the Hotline Bling dance booth type thing. Yeah. Uh, Jack Armstrong could partake. That'd yeah. be cool. The, uh, the the bandage actually says "bet on yourself." Yeah. On it, you know. <laughs> Maybe do a game when you're uh, playing the Miami Heat, and then you can have like run through a bam at a bio illegal screen something like that uh. <laughs> yeah see that yeah it's it's right it writes itself um that's a good one i so for me there's something that i received at a game once that i still probably have in my parents house somewhere and i'm a big fan of like obnoxious noise at sporting events i was pro vuvuzela at the 2010 world cup i think that's oh, yeah. great how, how, only you know yeah don't be you prudes. Be. Thundersticks are the best. And I was at game six of the 20, 2001 second round against the Sixers when the Raptors were facing elimination, and they won that game. And at that game, they handed out noisemakers, like the clappers. Oh, it was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was purple, and it had, like, purple hand. It might have been claws, even. I can't exactly remember the design right. of it. But and you shake it, like, like back and forth. Yeah, and it and just down, makes an ungodly amount of noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love those things. Yeah. Um, so, loud clapper night, I'd be in for that as yeah. sort of a nostalgic play for me. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Um, I, by the way, the Band-Aid is a nice natural successor to the, uh, to the lint roller night. Yeah, exactly. God. I mean, you could bring the lint roller back, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was such a time and a place one they never would, but oh god, what a what a now see that that's the kind of thing that makes you be one of the most popular uh, celebrities, musical celebrities on the planet. <laughs> so uh, uh, take notes, Steve. You're yeah, you're on your truly, way, truly, but truly. You, to get you over the uh, line, 
um, like a, a Steve branded iron or something like that seems like yeah, it's in the cards. It's yeah. just, <laughs> we'll figure it out. I feel like I would need a, like a uh, like the thing that keeps my glasses on on stage. <laughs> that would be that would be a big one. <laughs> you ever thought about wearing like Horace Grant goggles at all? Ever? I I maintain that the reason I'm not uh, I'm not. I was never a, a, a basketball uh, like a good basketball player was because my folks wouldn't buy me that. It had nothing to do with the <laughs> fact that I couldn't really shoot. It was just that I couldn't have the Horace Grant glasses when I was growing up. I basically got contacts because I was sick of taking my glasses off before recess to play games. I was always terrified my glasses were going to get hurt or broken, and I just left them in class and couldn't see shit. And I uh, feel like my athletic career could have been far more fruitful had I... Uh, you know, been able to see in my formative years. Yeah, I, I could never handle contact lenses, so I, I know I know the feeling for kind of the exact opposite. <laughs> uh, well, Steve, I think we've probably exhausted this to uh, its natural conclusion. I this... do have one more though. Before oh, we, go before ahead, we dude. It. Yeah, uh, it's a, a Serge Ibaka um, uh, chef's apron. Oh, that says, says Mafuzi. <laughs> oh man, the player, the player centric uh, giveaways are necessary. The Jays are very good with this. That is. <sighs> anyway, you know, I would that's, like that's, I, had I, had to, to, I had to get that yeah. for the record. You know, I haven't bought tickets to go to a game in probably like three or four years because I just cover the games. Um, I would actually go as a fan to get a Mofuzi Chef uh, apron. 100%. Yeah, well, if anyone from the organization is listening, <laughs> I'm terminally online and you know where to find me. <laughs> uh, Steve, man, thank you so much for coming on today's show. This was a blast. I think I'm going to put it into two parts because it's the summer and I need to fill content. So, uh, All right. This is perfect. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad you could come on, man. This was awesome. Where can yeah. people – I mean people know where to check you out. But uh, if they don't, let them know. Um, yeah, big, uh, big one will be uh, for all our Canadian listeners out there, of which I assume there are many. Um, Pup is going to be uh, on the road uh, across this uh, fine, enormous country of ours um, right around the time that uh, we have a federal election, which is something that everyone should be thinking about as well. Mm -hmm. um, so we start uh, kind of for the month of October. We'll be uh, going from west to east. Uh, starting October 7th in Victoria, BC, but all the tour dates are available at pupptheband.com, um, pupptheband on all social media, uh, and me, uh, you know, uh, slad cow for all my like piping hot, uh, creative giveaway <laughs> ideas. Um, you can find, find me online as well. Amazing, man. This was, uh, this was a lot of fun. You can find steve he's you he got baseball takes too that's always fun oh yeah yeah, yeah lots yeah. of boba shet and vlad love i'm sure of course why wouldn't there be uh all right that's gonna do it for today's show you can find me at woodley sean you can subscribe rate review itunes stitcher spotify google play wherever you get your podcast it's very much appreciated um you can still buy we the champs which is on bookshelves and available at amazon although don't use amazon that's evil use indigo it's a little less evil i think probably unless they're owned by amazon which they might be but uh wherever you get your books go to a store and, and pick it up if you have not yet picked up we the champs by myself and alex wong it's a nice little uh keepsake to uh, remember the title run because there is so much to remember 
And uh, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will talk to you start next week. Uh, we'll get into the Team Canada first couple games at the World Cup and all that stuff. So enjoy your long weekends, and we'll talk to you next week with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 